SFU Faculty of Environment respectfully acknowledges that the Burnaby, Surrey, and downtown campuses are located on the unceded traditional territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, Katsi, Coquitlam, Kakai, Kwantlen, Semyamu, and Tawasan peoples. We are privileged to be able to learn, play, and live on these beautiful lands. Welcome, everyone, to the Branching into Environment podcast series. My name is Ryan, and I'm a fourth-year student in the Resource and Environmental Management program in the Faculty of Environment at SFU. I know the transition to university can be daunting. It wasn't that long ago that I was in your shoes. So we created this podcast to show a connection between university and high school by sharing the journey of some of our current students who have successfully found their passion at university. Hello, everybody. Today, I'm joined by Anita, a current SFU Faculty of Environment student. A fun fact about Anita is that she has been paddling competitively on a dragon boat team for four years. She has also been vegan for five years and loves trying new recipes, especially baked goods. Welcome, Anita. We're so happy to have you here with us today. Um, thanks for inviting me as well. It's an honor to speak to other, other students or prospective students as well. And I'll get started with the first question. Uh, what were your favorite classes in high school? Um, so my favorite classes in high school include biology and social studies. I definitely like biology a lot in high school. I like the, all the di- dissections that we did. I thought they were pretty mm-hmm. cool. I did not like those. <laughs> oh, really? I, I thought they were pretty cool. Now, sort of off of that, uh, what program at SFU did you apply to first? Um, so actually, I didn't really know what to do, um, but just based on um, enjoying like biology, I was like, and I was relatively like good at it as well. So, um, and then also being like quite an active person, um, I thought BBK, like the biomedical physiology um, and kinesiology program was something that I was interested in doing, um, but it wasn't also like something that I was super passionate about. I think I was just going to school for the sake of going to school. so I applied to that first, actually, and um, and then when you're doing applications, there's actually a second choice. Um, so I applied to REM just based on its name because um, I did care a lot about the environment. I care a lot about nature, but not to the extent where I ever imagined pursuing a care- career in or pursuing like a study in. Um, so yeah, I signed up for REM just based on like the um, name of it because I was like, oh, this is interesting. Um, and then I didn't get accepted to BBK actually, but instead to REM, which was disappointing at first, um, but it also opened me to a lot of different opportunities, which I consider as a lot better. Yeah, that's a, actually really cool. It's great to see how you sort of like applied like what you wanted to do, but you also found like other places that you wanted to as well in the faculty of environment. Mm-hmm. And sort of off of that, uh, how do the courses in the program you're in now connect with some of the ones you took in high school? Um, so 
I didn't really make like too much of this connection until like quite recently. Um, so REM is quite like an interdisciplinary major and it seeks to identify um, and find solutions for environmental issues through the combination of both biophysical and social science. Um, and my course like thinking back was biology and social studies. Um, so I think there's a lot of connection in that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, what were your least favorite courses in high school? Um, my least favorite courses were definitely physics. <laughs> that was a really big struggle. And I think math was my second least favorite course. Yeah, I can definitely connect with that. I did not like those at all. Like I thought the concepts were really interesting, but I was just not good at any of those. I yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I agree as well. Like to a certain extent, it's interesting, but I just like, I was struggling so much. <laughs> yeah. And now what have been your favorite courses at SFU so far? Um, my favorite courses, um, so I have two that I will talk about. Um, the capstone course was actually um, one of my favorites. Um, it's the last course in the REM program um, or the course that you have to take. And it's basically um, like a course where you work with other students. And um, for our year, I don't know if it changes um, different throughout different semesters, but for our year, we were like consultants and um, basically we're finding or proposing like a project. Um, and then we can create basically anything we want. Um, and it was just very interesting and very fun because you get to um, apply the things that you've learned throughout the year. And you also get to um, focus on something you're interested in. And then because it's a group project, you can, um, and there's different components in it. There's like, um, you, can, uh, you can divide up the work between your group members of what you're more interested in. And it's just cool to see like how, um, because REM is such like a broad, um, or it wasn't just REM, I think there was other students as well. Um, there were some students that were in like a business combined major as well. So um, it was just inter interesting to see like what they preferred to focus on um, and then putting it together and like presenting it and being able to apply like what we've learned throughout the year um, was like fun and was interesting. Um, and then the next course, I'm actually taking this um, course as well. And it's an indigenous oral history course. Um, and in this class, it's just very different um, compared to like how, I guess the regular um, classes are run, how like the regular curriculum is. And um, I'm learning a lot from this class as well. Um, I would say like typically I don't, I'm a little bit, like more timid um, to speak up in class, especially through a virtual setting as well. Um, but in this class, it's very encouraging. Um, and it's like very decolonial structure of, um, I just, I guess, education. Um, and so it was just, um, I guess, very eye-opening. Um, I definitely learned a lot from this class and from my peers as well. And there's like a lot of like, um, I guess, self-reflection, um, which is, quite important as well. And I think like my perspectives like shifted a lot um, throughout the semester as well um, through like the conversations and the dialogues we have um, in this class. So it was a very like insightful and very important class. And I'm really glad to be taking this class for like my last semester. Yeah, definitely. And uh, are there any courses that you wish you had taken in high school because they would have been relevant to your degree now? Um... Yes, actually, um, 
kind of forgot what courses I've took in high school. <laughs> Feels like it's been a while, um, even though it's not too long. But I would say, I think there was geography that was offered. Um, and there was also, I think the year I graduated, there was actually environmental science that was offered as well. And I remember feeling a little bit jealous that the course was offered in school. Um, because I remember like, uh, I like other friends from other school who had like AP, um, I guess, environmental science. And I was like, oh, we never had that. And then they implement or they added that um, the year I was graduating. So I was like, darn, that sucks. But yeah, those were probably like some classes that I wish I've taken. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I There are so many classes that my high school added like the year after I graduated. I was like, really? You couldn't have done that like one year before? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, what are your career aspirations after you graduate? Um, so for the longest time, I actually wanted to do environmental consulting. Um, and I think I was pretty set on doing that for around like three-ish years or like the past three years, because I went to like a, like a consulting firm, like an open house for a consulting firm. And then um, I was just talking to a few people and there was like an indigenous engagement and cons consultation um, sector within their company. And I was just really interested in that's kind of like how I decided to pursue in like an indigenous minor as well. Um, also because I really value their perspectives um, and um, their view of like nature and environment and their like, um, and how they take care of the land as well. But yeah, like I think environmental consulting was something that I wanted to do, um, but like, I don't know, getting closer to graduating, I'm kind of reconsidering um, due to like a lot of different factors. I think the main thing is um, a lot of these consulting firms and companies, like there are still definitely a lot that um, work towards like bettering the environment or work towards like, um, like focusing on indigenous um, rights, indigenous self-determination and like reconciliation. But I think all of these other companies mainly focus on, um, I guess, development um, and they prioritize on like going forwards with the development rather than like actually um, listening to like indigenous voices. And so that's why I'm kind of reconsidering if that's something that I want to do, um, but I think like other things that I've had in mind was perhaps like planning. Um, I think that's something that I've been thinking about um, recently, but yeah, I think I still have quite a little bit of time. <laughs> um, so no, no set things yet, but um, yeah, I guess I'll see as time goes. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting to hear how like you sort of like progress through university and like had different like interest and you could still find different jobs as well. And yeah, I definitely looked into consulting as well. I think mm -hmm. now I'm, I sort of like that city planning aspect a lot as well, because I think it's really interesting and it really helps like the environment and just sustainability as a whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And have you had any memorable experiences at SFU? Yeah, I definitely had a lot. And um, like just with connecting with people um, who are like, like-minded, but also like people with different perspectives. Um, and then just through classes and like clubs and activities um, within and outside of school as well. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about a specific memorable experience, but um, I would say there's definitely a lot that I um, can think about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then uh, off of that sort of, uh, can you talk about your main interests uh, within your studies? 
Mm, my main interest. Um, so, so I think my main interest shift shifted a lot. Um, so I think for the most part, like, um, I guess right now, I think I'm mostly interested in like social sustainability and like um, risk management. And also, um, I guess, like looking into how and why like there's um, environmental impacts that are dis disproportionately affecting like marginalized populations. And also, again, like the lack of consultation and um, I guess like power given to indigenous people to self-govern um, and like look after lands, their own lands and look after. And um, I guess more like the lack of um, like co-management that exists as well is something that I'm sort of frustrated, but also something that I'm interested in to learn more about. Yeah, definitely. Those are really important aspects of sustainability and just moving forward with just development as a whole. Mm -hmm. So I uh, thank you today, Anita, for joining us. It was really great to hear about how, like, your story, how you progressed through university and sort of how you shifted from a lot of different interests as well. It was really cool. Yeah, thank you for inviting me to speak today again. And thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.